Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome <laughs> to the Beyond the Surface podcast. I am Snezondo. And I'm Sissi Paul. And this is the first episode. Yes, of many. <laughs> I'm excited I'm and very, nervous. I'm very nervous. Yeah, but let's see how this goes. We are recording and shooting at the 132 Art Gallery in Saturn, which is the home of Beyond the Surface for season one. Yeah. Gorgeous place, lots of artwork to see. Mm-hmm. So guys, please come through and check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. They are also on Instagram at 132 Art Gallery and we'll keep you posted on any events that they may be hosting of any artists that they may be showcasing. So yeah, be on the lookout for that as well. Awesome. So... Uh, I guess we need to get started get with right the topic. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about today? I think what we're talking about today is just the past year. Mm-hmm. Lockdown, Corona, working mm. from home, mm-hmm. all of the above. Yeah. And the complexities thereof. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's been many. A lot. Yes. Um, for me, I think. I mean... I guess to get started, I mean, might as well, I'm going to incorporate that as like an intro to like a lot of things, yeah. including us, so that you all get to know us um, and we're all acquainted. So the past year, I guess, for me to get start the conversation, I was like, man, um, it's been a year, literally. A well, movie. And more than a film. Ifilim. <laughs> <laughs> as others would say, movie, Ifilim. It hasn't been great. I won't lie. Really? No. Um, I think because I was just, I think I was dealing with a lot. I was expecting 2020 to be something like of a year. Yes. And it turned out to be the complete opposite. Yes. I can, I can agree to that. Because I think yeah. I stepped into 2020 being like 2020 vision. Like this is the year of clarity. This is the year of movement. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the year of progression. Mm-hmm. And I think, although that did occur... I guess it wasn't in the way that I had expected it yeah. to occur. And I think maybe that's that overall takeaway of 2020 mm-hmm. was that it was a year of great expectation. Yeah. However, it didn't just it didn't pan out the way that I had seen it. But there was a lot that happened and a lot that I grew from, just not the way that I had envisioned. And mm. I think that was a great lesson to take overall. Yeah. But I think we can just sort of yeah go into depth into our experiences, challenges, and yeah, mm-hmm. where we see 2021 20, going. You know, going because yeah. this is, I mean, just yeah, to let everybody know, this is a thing that we've been talking about starting this podcast and for a very long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we've, we've been wanting to do something together for a very long time. And I think 2020 was <laughs> part of that process. Yeah. Um, but hey, delayed but not denied, here we look, are. Look, look, look at us now. <laughs> Look are. at us now. Um, I think for me, I think the beginning of it all um, it was like the shift from, you know, working um, at the office and then suddenly having to move from home. Mm. Me, it was like, okay, fine, uh, you know, adjust and adapt. And I think everyone at that time was like on the mindset, okay, this is for a few days. Yes. If not, it's in a few weeks. And then, you know, life we is going to go back to normal. Little did we know. Little did we know. And I think, <laughs> I think for me, I remember when... You know, when the president had the first ever, what mm. we call now a family meeting. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, 
you know, in Joburg by myself. And I remember watching the news and immediately phoning my family and saying, guys, I'm packing my bags. Mm-hmm. I am coming home. Because I knew that being by myself was not an option. Yeah. Um, knowing and dealing with, you know, my own mental health, I knew that that was not going to be a healthy space for me. Mm. Um, I loved my alone time. I loved being alone. But I think more than that my health yeah. you know took precedence mm-hmm. and I'm glad I did that because I think family time was really what I needed and I don't think I'm going to spend as much time mm-hmm. with my family again in my big age yeah. so I think looking at it from that perspective mm-hmm. it was a lot of family time and it was exactly what I needed you know in that season because I don't think I'm going to experience it again yeah. in that way yeah. so you know that was a great takeaway mm-hmm. um, that family is and always will be something that I can lean on. But it was just really nice to treasure those moments and be with my family um, at my big age. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm ever going to experience it in that way again. True. Yeah. And I think f- for me, it was literally like I had no choice. Like I had to be around. Yes. Like work because of the work that I do. But it was a lot of time in solitude, actually, mm. you know, by myself. Um, and I had good opportunity just to reflect um, about my life, what I want. It was a very quiet, and and I think a lot of people can attest to the loneliness they felt. And I think that's why a lot of people were like, just, you know, it was stressful. And, you know, I lost a colleague um, due to Mm. COVID, and like that shifted a lot, you know, because like you never think, you know, I mean, I work in a, a very close-knit environment yeah. like, with, with my colleagues. And so when that happened, like I was telling someone else, like you never imagine like your colleagues dying. Yeah. Like they leave and they go through and to their like life things. Yeah. And they move on to other, you know, stages of their lives. But like to lose and having to grieve a colleague was like very, very um, strenuous on yeah. me and like just not being able to move around a lot. Um, but I mean, I still had support. My friends were around, my family was around. I could still, you know, connect with people. Mm. But like in that moment, I was really like feeling very much alone. Yeah. Um, and I think just, just on that point, I think loss um, and grieving yeah. in the time of COVID yeah. is just a very weird thing, mm-hmm. you know. And I lost my grandmother, you know, during, mm-hmm. that, during, during COVID. And it's also just like the send-off that you want to give your loved ones is mm-hmm. not the same. Mm-hmm. The way that you process grief mm-hmm. is not the same because no. the way that we've had to structure support mm-hmm. is not the same so. because people can't be there physically Literally. for yeah. you. And the way that I've had to understand mm-hmm. support is also quite different because it was, it's easy for me to say, guys, you know, I've lost someone very important in my life. Where are you all? Mm. You know, as a person, you also have to be cognizant of the fact that, listen, there is a new world order. There is a lot that is happening in the world. And so the way that I choose to receive support and the way that Mm. people give support, Mm. I think was something that I continually had to learn. Mm -hmm. And that's just not with loss. I think it's just with in friendships and in relationships because we could not be as present present as and the sense of togetherness it was like stripped away completely literally like there was like you know there was like Um, no one and i think i think for me that highlighted Mm -hmm. the importance of community Mm -hmm. um just think about church 
I think we, we took the gathering of the saints very lightly. And I think for me, Corona highlighted the importance of having people around you. Yes, we are in the same city and I don't drive to see you. Mm. But during Corona, <laughs> I wanted to drive to see you. <laughs> during Corona, a phone call was not enough. Like, during Corona, I wanted to do all the things. things that you took for granted. Yes. And all of a sudden, those things were, were not allowed. Yes. It, it was a lot of like to, to deal with mentally and like a lot of requirement you know in terms of like a mind shift yes and mental strength yes. as well i mean i think if you think about it like you know fine there's people that you don't see all the time right mm. you see them at a wedding you see them at a funeral or you know any other family thanksgiving gathering or whatever or a friend's birthday mm-hmm. but in this instance it's like you can't even use those moments for that catch-up yeah because i think a lot of us live for the moments of catch-up at a mm. family event mm. at a you know family gathering or whatever mm-hmm. and now we didn't have that um and so it's like those moments that you're counting on even that yeah is now completely stripped down to the bare minimum and mm. i think that was also just something that was a bit hard to process um because you don't no, expect not. it and it took a toll also on me um uh, mentally and I I always you know I'm grateful for having a lot of like I would mm. say good mental strength yeah but like yeah, even you, and yeah you do yeah and you even do, you, you're <laughs> able to reason yeah and I think it was like it was a shock to my system I won't lie mm. to a point where I remember we had this conversation I think um, you know deep into lockdown it was like you know towards the end of the year last year um, and I was like, I think maybe I really need to now consider like speaking to someone yeah, professionally. Yeah. Like, because I think a lot had been happening, and I wasn't struggling to yeah. process it. Because like my natural instinct was like, okay, this is the new way to live now. So get over it, yeah. figure out a way Move to on. cope and whatever. But it, it wasn't working. Yeah. It wasn't working. Like I would have anxiety. I remember the first time I had first anxiety. I was like, what is Your going first on? Panic attack. I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it because I, I had never experienced, experienced that it. before. And it was just a shock to my body, yeah. like not being able to sleep normally. Sleeping patterns were ruined. Um, I was tired, lethargic, and it was, it was just a lot. Yeah. So I literally was like, okay, it's time for me to consider, you know, starting therapy. Yeah. And I think that was the best decision I made. I think for me, like I said, like in the beginning, you know, making that phone call to my family and saying, I'm packing my bags mm. while there is this window I'm coming home um, was just coming from a place of I know I've struggled with mental health and mental illness and I didn't want to be alone in that mm-hmm. time um, in a time where going to the shop you don't trust anybody that was not a risk that I was going to take for my mental health mm-hmm. and I think even being at home I continued you know with the therapy mm-hmm. you know just even once a month I think for me it was a great outlet and I think if anything it's highlighted that as much as it's you can be fine it's very important to sort of keep some of those open channels Mm. uh, with regards to therapy and communication with people to just offload because I think 2020 was a year that we just we carried it Mm. all and they for me there had to be a point of release yeah and I think it's it's very difficult to release when we're all going through stuff because people you're not the only one in hell here Mm. like we are all burning Mm. and it's it's not easy to just offload yeah um and so i was very cognizant of the fact that i have to take care of myself Mm -hmm. so that i can also show up um for others you know during this time Mm. um yeah. And that was a, a, a great lesson for me too. Yeah. Um, to realize that, I mean, at the end of the day, really, it actually, 
um, <laughs> I just realized that <laughs> looking after yourself is really important. Yes. And nothing trumps that. I think I was maybe taking it, or it wasn't like really it cognizant of the fact that my health is important. And I think seeing a lot of people getting sick, seeing a lot of people dying, whether, I mean, not close, but like hearing of so much death. Yeah. Um, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm really, I really need to prioritize my health in all its aspects. Yeah. Mental, physical, you know, and all that stuff. And um, I also like, I think that time alone, um, it was time that I needed for a lot of perspective about yeah. certain things yeah. and dealing with other personal things that have been occupying my mind yeah. that I thought, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I think even like towards, yeah, yeah. yeah. Towards when I then decided to go to therapy, I think it was so good to confront certain things yeah. that I thought were like... You know, underlie. Oh, they were gone. They were, were actually scanty. being triggered. Gotta go by, deep. by 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 being spending time alone. Yeah. By seeing all of this grief around yeah. me, and just not being able to connect with people. Because also another thing is the a lot of the socializing that we were doing pre-lockdown. I think some I was I was reading um, a post about like you know we we use certain things in life as a distraction. Yeah. So you don't confront certain things that you're dealing with. Yeah. And so that time, I guess, in a good and a bad way, was really beneficial to Being, me yeah. in terms of like just confronting myself and just ironing out certain things. And I think I'll I'll never be the same again. I think something yeah. about me has been altered, hopefully for the good. Um, and yeah, I've just been processing like life in a different way. Yeah, and I, and I can agree to that. I think it was a time of just great introspection mm. and a, a time of really just looking into oneself. Mm. And it's tough because I think sometimes you look at yourself and you realize there's a lot of ugly going on <laughs> and you cannot run away from it. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's easy to do life when you're triggered by people mm-hmm. and you react to mm. people. How do you react to yourself? Oh, because that's now good. You, now you're stuck with you. That's good. And yeah. I think those inner groanings and in, mm. inner rumblings that we felt, mm-hmm. um, it was a time to deal with them. Yeah. It was a time to deal with the insecurity. It was mm. a time to deal with the, you know, the anger issues that you might have had. It was mm. a time to deal with the, the, you know, the, the loss and the disappointment mm. that you might have felt. Mm-hmm. And not easy at all yeah. but this was a time to deal with all of that stuff mm. um and you know yeah i think it, it 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 was a it was a time to really also just i think like you said learn to love yeah. oneself yeah. um prioritize and, yeah, and learn too. to take care of oneself mm. because i think it was the only time that we got to realize yeah at the end of the day you're also all you've got and so you have That's to give so yourself a shot That's so true. <laughs> at this life thing <laughs> because you're all you've got. Yeah. Um, yes, we have family, we have friends, mm-hmm. we have community, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you yourself are also all you have. Um, and it's important that you deal with you. Yeah. I think 2020 showed me that, you know, we're so good at look, pointing the finger and looking at the other person. Mm-hmm. But this was a time where I saw actually, no, 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 I'm... I'm the one yeah. that's insecure. Yeah. I'm the one that mm-hmm. has the anger issue. I'm the one mm-hmm. that needs to learn to communicate effectively. Yeah. It's very easy to tell people to communicate until you have to actually understand how you feel mm-hmm. and communicate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is not an easy process, like yeah. by any means. It's not, 
it's not easy to look into yourself and to see the imperfections for really what they are. Um, True. And to realize that actually you are the one that projects. You are part of the problem, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that was something that I also really learned that I'm also, they have toxic, toxic, toxic Trait. traits. Yeah. And it's very easy to call people toxic. It's very easy to, to cut people and to do all that stuff. But sometimes you're the problem. Sure. And in you being the problem, you know, it's a lot of stuff that's happened to you yeah. that you now have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think the best part of it was recognizing what the issues were mm-hmm. and the fact that there's there's grace for them, one. Yeah. And two, that there is a way out of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that was... Yeah, that was, it was a beautiful, I think, as tough as it was, yeah. I think that was the beauty in it. True. Um, as well. I, I, I felt the same as well. I mean, I think I also learned to just pay attention also. To you. To, to, to myself, <laughs> right? And like, be cognizant of my behavior, things yes. that I say, yes. and like where they come from. Yeah. I think it, it speaks to self-awareness more in a deeper level, yeah. not just saying like, I know who I am, or this is how I am, I know myself. It's kind of like really being, um, um, you know, very, not necessarily like, uh, uh, how else how, the word I would use? It's really just being, I guess introspection it is. Like yeah. it's through everything or yeah. reflecting. Yeah. Um, on like things that uh, you know, trigger you. Yes. And not only triggers but how you respond to yeah. things, how you react. Yeah. And being mindful um, of, you know, yourself. Yeah. And your surroundings. And that I will say I've learned how to while well, I try to yeah. take better care of myself. Yeah, and I think for me it's also been a process of realizing I think you mentioned the reaction and I think I had to realize that I'm reactive Mm. Um, reactive in the way that I make decisions, reactive in the way that I respond, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of communication Mm -hmm. and reactive in the way that I I I look at my life sometimes just because of an instance and I think in 2020 how else do you react to that year? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was one of those things where I had to be like, okay, the year is saying no. Yeah. The year to me is saying no, but how do I react to that? Mm-hmm. How do I show up in that? Mm. And I think it took, I mean, like, yeah, I think it took 2021 20, this year for me to be able to look back and say, you know what, there was a lot that happened. Yeah. But I also always have to choose that whatever cards I'm dealt with, mm. how do I handle Respond. them? Yeah. yeah, how do you and, respond? And, and I think that's the thing, right? It's it's about response and not reaction. There we go. And and I think I'm still battling with that, mm-hmm. but I think it's 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 a positive, and it's something yeah. that I can say. You know what? I grew from certain things, mm-hmm. um, and that's yeah, that's been it's been a joy. And I think <laughs> I was thinking about this, like if there's one thing that Corona also yeah. incited in me is that I have trust issues. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I remember people telling me, yeah, I got COVID. And I'm like, my first question was, Utulib, it's not the right question to ask. But like, where you've been? Who you've been with? What you've been doing? <laughs> what, what were you doing? And, and obviously, like, I mean, definitely there are instances, guys, where this, it was real. And I'm, yeah. and I'm not taking away from the depth mm. of, of COVID or the depth of, 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 
you know the damage that it caused and to families mm. and the disappointment that took i'm just on a lighter note please. yeah yeah i think for me it was more the the fear and paranoia like i think for months i was just yeah. going around like diving diving the first and few months it wasn't normal the first few months of covid <laughs> the only people who went and got groceries were my dad and my brother because i was like i am not going anywhere <laughs> i am not touching anything and i will not be seen in any by anyone because there were those long queues yeah to get food and i was i'm not trying to die it was it was it was every man for himself syndrome literally, <laughs> literally. kicked in and i was like dad you are the provider of this family you shall go forth and you shall provide. risk your life <laughs> <laughs> no and i think yeah that's just also just trust issues because yeah. i'm just like you know normally you stand in a queue mm. someone touches you you don't mind mm. like it's just a bump yeah. these days it's like don't come me. closer to meter distance please and i think i'm still a bit like that I think yeah that, that trust also i is don't just think speaking of that i don't think it's actually going forward i mean now that it's seems like we're crawling into the new normal i think the habits that we were doing pre-covid some some of them were not hygienic I personal mean, space is yeah, a real thing yeah, and very important keep your distance like seriously okay? keep your distance the shaking of hands i don't know how you say i'm i'm glad that's not a thing anymore mm-hmm. i mean just touching people's palms and sweats and yes no thank you and i think it's one of those things where you know when you're invited to my space and you're yeah. not going to intrude i think yeah listen I, personally i'm not a hugger and mm-hmm. i think that thing of people just oh, hugging you i was like well, <laughs> you know and i'm glad that you know that no, that's now, gone yeah that, that now is something that i have to deal with people with people i yeah. know yeah. and even with people that you know like even with distant family distant cousins mm. it ain't a thing mm-hmm. because yay yeah you know so i'm glad that that personal space personal mm. hygiene mm-hmm. I definitely yeah it's a part of my trust issues <laughs> part of my trust issues because i think yeah i think it's something that we just we we went with because mm. like i guess if you're not that friendly or you it was viewed as you not being friendly sorry yeah. and it was viewed as you being stuck up and mm. now it's like no actually personal space personal boundary one meter at least it is very important yeah it's very important and i think also it's just fostered a new culture of relating Yes. Right? And I think so, uh, we're still struggling though because we're so used to, you know, socializing. Yeah. Um but I think th- that the, the the distance thing and the personal space thing, I think it has really actually shown me that I think we really were overboard. Yeah. Like hygiene-wise also. Um so I'm very happy of the new consciousness in terms of like touching hygiene. surfaces, touching each other yourself even. Um, sanitizing exactly because like, before you do anything wash your hands i mean like i know we've all been told to wash our hands but, but i mean uh, how many uh, people uh, actually did that i don't know how many times i've been to the bathroom and seen people walk out literally with no hands washed <laughs> i mean not even running your hands down the water like i mean you know the least the bare minimum and so i think now that's slowly yeah it's been forced on us and i think people mm-hmm. have come to grips with the fact that let's mm. just try keep clean mm-hmm. not for yourself but for, for the, the next, next person. person so important yeah. and i mean speaking of that like now that we're you know trying to sort out like vaccine issues and like life is kind of getting into normal i was interested is like how were you adjusting from that intense level of like lockdown now moving into back to like what was kind of like the norm before covid that transition i think you know what I think I expected myself to transition quicker mm-hmm. because I craved 
cert, like a certain level of community yeah. and you know that that type of relation. But I think I've actually really been slow. <laughs> I have really been slow at getting back into socializing mm. and hanging out with friends or in groups. I've I think it's been a thing of I'm also just catching up with my own life if that yeah. makes sense I've had to catch up with how I'm working again mm-hmm. because I think I've slowly sort of started going back into the office so that's been a slow transition and yeah I think I'm just I think to be quite honest the, the mall is a place I don't even go to anymore because lockdown introduced me to online shopping and I am fine with that <laughs> I am happy with that and um I don't know. I, I really have been slow at really just getting back into the swing of life, life. as you knew before. Yeah, and that's I mean, I, I don't know if that's such a bad thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I'm just. I think if there's one thing that I have been doing is also communicating that to the people that I love. Yeah, that guys, this is taking me some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am readjusting, and I a lot of, a lot of things have happened in my life. Yeah, um, and I have requested that space, mm. and I think that's. It's, it's important to also, as much as we're all going back to normal, to not expect people to move at the speed that you are, but be cognizant of the fact that this is taking time for everybody. You know, if, yeah. So it's, it hasn't happened as quick yeah. as I would have expected. I think for, for me, um, it's like I just had to try to find like the middle ground yeah. between um, what like was normal and the kind of like the where we are like now because I mean I don't think I don't think things will ever go back the same as no, it used to I don't think they will. and I also want to give myself an opportunity to adjust to that difference so I mean things like being out and about I mean I didn't do much of that besides you know meeting up with a friend or two of them but I've realized I've actually become even more antisocial. I can agree to that yeah I think for me it was it's one of those things where my circle was small, mm. but I'm not doing like big friendship groups, invite everybody, let's all hang out. That's not my, my go-to. If anything, mm-hmm. I'm really interested in one-on-ones. Yeah. And I think, I think COVID helped that to foster deeper relation and for me to really know, okay, what's yeah. happening in your life? Where you at for real? Mm. Um, because I think in meeting in you know big groups I just it's very surface level and nobody really gets deep and people leave and then you wonder oh I didn't know you were struggling with X mm. I didn't know that you had this issue I didn't know you were going for therapy mm. so I think it's helped me to be very intentional I, mean, I think that's the word with my friendships and how I communicate in them do I want to still go to a big birthday party yes once I think in that, a while yeah, yeah those things are good like, yeah. but yeah. I think I think also just in my transition mm-hmm. in life in general, um, I think yeah my my circle has gotten smaller and has also been a work of being more and more intentional. Um, just as I transition into an adult, and I think there's just a lot of things happening at once, right? Yeah, it's this move from COVID to now we're sort of easing things off and it's also the move into like okay my life is also just transitioning Um, and my life is not transitioning only because of COVID but just because it has to transition Um, and I think it's I think that's the hard part also Mm. to juggle it's like I can't say life is hard because of COVID life is also hard because I am growing (laughs) you know and yeah 
It's that thing of like what what causes what. Yeah. And I've had to also just realize, no, you're moving into a different phase of your life mm-hmm. and your friendships are going to change. Your relationships are going to change. Work is going to change. Just how you view life is going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, COVID hasn't helped facilitate that in a way, but transition is transition. Yeah. COVID or no COVID it is what it is that's true and i think speaking about <laughs> like <laughs> no seriously um those transitions and like certain relationships i think i've just gotten to a point where i'm like just understanding generally that uh, you know the impact of covid has been different for everyone and yep. everyone is dealing with it as best as they know how um and so you know some relationships I've just, well, maybe it's, it's a me thing. Somebody, I'm just like, okay. I mean, it I is what it is. <laughs> this is a topic for discussion on its own. We'll get into deep into this. But uh, just in general, I think um, how I've now transitioned, going back to this, like, you know, we don't have to meet up. That's fine. Um, but as long as if I send you a text, are you good once a week, twice uh, a month, yeah. I think it's okay. Those check-ins yeah. for, for 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 some relationships, I think they're enough. Yeah. Um, and I think in my head, you know, before it's like, in order for me to know if you're good, if you I had to see, you. I have to see you. Yeah. And I've just realized, but I think also necessary. And, and and honestly and truly, there like, are different forms of communication, yeah, and, see, and they're all effective. Yeah. Seeing someone mm-hmm. doesn't mean you know how they are, mm. because yeah. people will only communicate what they want to in any case. And that's another thing that I had to learn mm. is that people will communicate what they want to communicate. They will tell you what they want to tell you and that you must just take. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot be mad mm-hmm. that someone is not sharing mm-hmm. how you want them to share. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Shab, you know that they went through something at work and work is tough, but it doesn't mean that now because you're talking, they must tell you how tough work is um, and yeah. how many Zoom meetings they have and how tough it is. Like, you don't, you're not privy to that information. <laughs> no, we have to talk about Zoom and, <laughs> and all these... The, ri- the rise of Zoom and Teams. <laughs> I'm like, remember there was an app... Um, Housepot. <laughs> I, I, I think we did that, like... <laughs> Maybe twice. But we, we actually know. No, do you not remember we did that whole... Worship was a worship Wednesday. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So where we tried we to, to like, just connect and, yes, and, and pray and, and pray. share the word. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah, and I think we did that for like a good two, three months. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, did we, we did. kept it no, going on house party? Yeah, we did, and then house party disappeared. But I don't anyway. know what happened. I mean, yeah, yeah. But then we were just stuck with Zoom and Teams, and that and was I a am way. still zooming and Teamsing <laughs> and. But that's, it's a great place. And, and phrases like that sit on my side and... Nothing from my side. You're on mute. Sorry, I wasn't sorry, on mute. I was like, sorry, my, my, my mic. My, my sorry, Can you guys, hear me? Connection. Can you hear me? Uh, guys, I think my, I'm just, my connection is dropping. I'm going to log back in just now. Those are some of the phrases. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's, it's just... You, no one would have ever thought, like, life would be like this. Yeah. And you know what? Um, and I know a lot of people perhaps I'm, I'm not I'm not mad I'm not mad either but I'm sad at the devastation that COVID has caused yes. nonetheless yes. like it's it's been tragic on all fronts on I all agree. fronts and I think I remember when second wave hit mm-hmm. I think for me 
it was just it was a lot yeah um it was a lot of tragic stories like Mm. hearing about two three people in one family Mm. being affected by this and and really passing away from Mm. this i don't think i could deal job losses yeah families it's like thinking about it like i just don't i don't want to get into it too much but that like brings me so much sadness and knowing that like we're transitioning now i think also in my life personally it's like a lot of reflecting yeah. and, and being grateful yeah um because you know you're still here and you know you're trying to piece a lot of things together and we're trying to move on in whatever sense whether emotionally mentally um physically um and financially because you know the devastation really of this virus has affected us in all different like even some ways that we can't imagine yeah and i think i've just you know going into this new like year 21 i've just really been in a state of gratitude Ooh, that i've preserved yes. my sanity that i can still show up yeah that i can still be present yeah and that i'm okay yeah um, and i think yeah, I think what you're saying is is really true. Like the attitude of gratitude, mm. to know that fine, you got a pay cut or you didn't get a bonus, mm. but you got something, mm. and that something still allows you to pay your bills. It still allows your days to move. Mm. You know, there are people out there who have not been able to afford food. Um, you know, and it's a little. It's it's yeah. It's those little things that you take for granted. You being yeah. able to pick up. A bag of veggies mm-hmm. um, and, and you going home and having electricity and water to be able to do all of those things with we sort of take it for granted you still be able to go on a holiday in December mm-hmm. you know um, took that for granted mm-hmm. um, you know and yeah I think I think you're right it's just that the attitude of gratitude and for me it's just like I've got breath in my lungs mm-hmm. I can breathe mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, I think many of us have heard how this this virus just attacks the body mm. and young and old you don't know what complications will happen yeah. Yeah. and for me it's like sometimes you know I'm, I'm thankful that it was just a flu mm. I'm thankful that that was just a sniffle and an allergy mm. and it's not what we fe- all fear yeah. um, and I think to this day I still think about it when I when I have you know flu symptoms or now that we're going through you know season change mm. allergies and I'm like I'm so grateful <laughs> that this is just a flu, <laughs> flu. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will not be inconvenienced by a flu. It's not the worst mm. of what it could be. Mm. Um, and I think just living that l- life with just that gratefulness yeah. and, the, and the gratitude to be like, okay, it's not what I think it is. It That's could so be true. worse. That's so true. You know, and, and yeah. Every, every, I think, yeah, honestly, when, when I ask people how they're doing, oh, I've got, I'm grateful it's just yeah. the flu. I'm grateful that whatever meds that you have can cure, cure you. you. Because this thing, mm. it's one. Yeah, you try everything and it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable, and I think, yeah, I think for for the year, um, I've just decided that you know, I've learned also that really, you know, I can plan, but like life is really not in my control. Yeah, and I think I've had to learn to surrender to that. Yeah, and just really be present in the moment and yeah. be intentional of the things that I do too yeah. and realize actually that you know 
I, w- I, w- I was listening to um, uh, another podcast and like they were talking about how really life can be lonely and long but at the same time it is very short yeah. and how you fill in that gap is really what you do with it um, and uh, and as m- I think as much as you're not in control yeah. of life like I said in the beginning how you re- respond mm-hmm I think is what is important mm. um, and learning to yeah respond in a way that is conducive <laughs> for life yeah, is for equally and yeah conducive for you is equally mm. as important because mm. yeah like I think yeah you're right like we're not in we're not in control and and, and I think you have to be in a space where you're okay with that yeah you have to be like you're saying surrendered to the fact that like you are not in control of life. Mm-hmm. Today is today. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And, and what, what, is, what tomorrow will bring. Exactly. Tomorrow can bring joy and tomorrow can bring sadness. Mm. But in all of that, life will continue. And you know, speaking about life continuing, um, I think I, I, there was something that would frustrate me about like, you know, the whole just sadness and grieving around during COVID is mm. that how you were just meant to keep it moving. Yeah. Like something horrible would happen to someone or whatever. And True. It, it, the next day it's like you just keep keep on going and there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. And it's like, hang on a minute. Can't like we pause when, when do we process this? Yeah, exactly. And that was so frustrating for me. But as you say, I've really just had to realize that Today is what I've been given, and so I need to make the most of it. Yeah. Because I really don't know what, what will tomorrow, happen tomorrow. Yeah, what tomorrow will bring. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the reality of, of life, mm. to, to be honest, at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. And um, I think we can choose to show up for ourselves. Selves. Yeah. In and the, and, and the, I guess that's, that's what, what we have in terms of control yeah show really up your, for yourself your, <laughs> how you respond yeah and and I think how you respond not only affects you it affects everybody around mm. you and it affects your life as a whole like you yeah. can you can choose to respond um, you know recklessly yeah <laughs> or you can choose to respond in prayer mm. I think those are your your choices and you can choose to take care of yourself take care mm. of your mental health your health in general mm-hmm. um, or you can choose to continue on a cycle yeah that leads you wherever it leads you yeah so I think like just like the way things are right now because we're in South Africa and you know the restrictions basically been lifted uh, when what we call level level one so basically it's like a hybrid type of life i feel because it's like there's still like the online thing yeah but people are still gathering so it's like we it we're bouncing a, in between it is you know lockdown and not lockdown so <laughs> i mean i think there are certainly are people who are not in lockdown yeah <laughs> are people who are living life <laughs> and like there ain't no pandemic Guys, we are, still in a, we are still in a panamera. We are still in a panda, in a panoramic. <laughs> what is it also? Panoramic, a panamera, a pandemic. We are still succulent. 
We are still in the movie. We have not. It hasn't ended. It hasn't cut. But I, th- I think there are people who are living outside of this reality, and mm. that's for them. Yeah. And when the third wave hits, homies, we will also then. We have to we hope there's no third wave, though. I don't think we'll survive it. Like, do you think you can survive another lockdown? No. Like a hard lockdown? No. No. There's no way. I mean, I don't think our economy can survive it, but yeah. that's another story because yeah. wow. Shambolic. There's a lot of devastation. <laughs> Economy so, is shambolic. So I guess my my parting question to this conversation is, you know, now that we are like basically crawling into what we would call a new normal, because mm. the virus is still going to be with us for a very long time, yeah. right? I mean, at the rate the South African government the is, is inoculating us. This vaccination rollout. I, I was actually talking <laughs> it's, to... It's a myth. I was actually talking to a colleague in Kenya and they're yeah. like, yeah, no, there are two of the people who... Yeah. The elderly now and the teachers and the police. I'm like, guys, are we still doing health workers? <laughs> what are we doing? It's like, where's the vaccine, guys? I'm a poster. Come on, homie. <laughs> like... Can my granny get it? So at least there's like some something. herd immunity. At least my Fine in the widest immunity. At least a nurse or something. herd immunity. Like at least in the home. Mago sixty percent in my home is good. If I'm not good, at least the people that I live with, you know, they all I'm like. What you gonna take in? Okay, I. At least it takes in you're gonna head. <laughs> the way we're rolling, it's only there at the hospital. Yeah. So Kenya's actually yeah, Kenya's doing no, well. They've been, I've, I've been hearing a lot, like Kenya's literally. I, well. I think they have the AstraZeneca. Yes. So yes, they they're do. like they're, they're popping. Like I like think it's someone hot. told me about walk-ins. I'm not sure. Yeah. Hey guys, don't quote me on this. Yeah. But I think I did hear about walk-ins mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. in Kenya. I know so. colleagues um, from Kenya who've already yeah. had. Imagine. Yeah, born and Imagine. just so guys. The way that we're going. Mm. <sighs> scary it's scary but i think you know what as much as 2020 dealt me what it dealt me 2021 Mm. for me it's like hope yeah i think as hopeless as 2020 was Mm -hmm. i think as a human there's that thing always on the inside of you that says keep going Mm -hmm. and for me 2021 has been that it's it said to me keep going the dreams that you had You know, deferred, but not denied. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And for me, I think it was just a year away. I was able to reignite some of the things that I wanted to achieve in 2020. This podcast being one of them um, and just certain aspects of my life. I've been able to reignite them. And also, I think it's taught me that this life mm-hmm. is a marathon. Mm-hmm. I must not sprint. Mm-hmm. And I think I've been a person that continues to just want to rush ahead and 2020 was basically like Imao. Like you huh. said, you're not in control. Yeah. So there are going to be things along the way that don't pan out. Mm-hmm. But now I think I have the mindset that says, mm-hmm. take it slow. Take it easy. Mm-hmm. Own race, own pace. But you're still going to get there. Yeah. And I think it's really, it really, it's really, really reignited the fact that whatever I wanted to do, whatever passions I have, those things are valid. Mm-hmm. They're not cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pace at which I achieve things mm. is mine. I agree with that so much. Yeah. And I was actually reflecting on the concept of slowing down, yep. which is something that is anti what we're taught, especially as young people. Yeah. 
it's like it's a, like a rat race. Everyone is rushing for something. Thirty baby it's waiting like, where you at? Yeah. <laughs> it's like where where are you going? Yeah. Like where are you rushing to? Yeah. And I think that whole thing was also contributing to a lot of you know anxiety. anxiety. It's like why are you so? <laughs> I will lift up my hand and say. Hallelujah, because like, that's true. It, it it was so stressful, unnecessary. And the anxiety it come over from outside, from out external. But it's also in. self-induced yes. because you're the one who's looking outside and you're comparing. You know, and I think your, you know what. To be quite honest, it was one of those things where COVID. I don't want to say we were all on the same playing field. We weren't, mm. you know, economically, etc. Mm. But I think it was one of those things where, like, as a young person, I was able to just be like, "Whoa, slow down." You know, we're all in this thing. We're all facing. And there's this no escaping. Thing. Exactly. There's nothing you can do. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, like I said to you, it, it really just helped me to be like, listen, own race, mm-hmm. own pace, mm-hmm. because I actually have to live my life at the end of the day. Yeah. And I'm, I can't live my life through another person's lens. Mm-hmm. I've got to live my life through my lens. Yeah. And I've got to shift the focus myself mm-hmm. and not allow. Oh, because there it looks clear. Mm. I must assume that it's easy. No, I don't know how many how many times they had to shift focus and mm. reposition themselves. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really told me that one, my dreams are valid, mm. um, and that there's purpose in that. And when it comes, it will come. Yeah. And I've I've actually also then just had to get to a point where I um, sort of manage my expectations too. Because, because I think and that you feels know, like a topic for another day. Because the, yeah, it, it has shifted so much in, yeah. in just how I think and like the things that I expect myself to do. Yeah, it's like yeah, fine, plan. You know, have a, a strategy. But really, look, what COVID emphasized on a magnifying lens is that you are not in control. You can plan, which is good. You can you can you know act towards your plan, good. But at the end of the day. You are not in control, but that doesn't mean that things will not happen. That doesn't mean that you must rush. That yeah. doesn't mean you must stress yourself. Yeah. That doesn't mean you must kill yourself yeah. in the process of doing something, you know? Mm. Like, life is meant to be lived and enjoyed. Yes. And not chasing for things constantly. Because otherwise, when do you rest? <laughs> Girl, rest. If there's anything that we <laughs> learned in it, rest. Rest. too. Rest. <laughs> rest. <laughs> <laughs> because you will you will run chasing after a dream that you think is yours yeah. or because you saw somebody else doing something and now you think oh that's where I should be mm. and I think if to be quite honest it really gave me perspective 2020 gave me perspective yeah. of my life mm. and not how I see everybody else's because mm. it's very easy to look at everybody else all my friends are doing this my friends are all executives my friends are in this pay grade I should be there no 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 this is where I'm at and there's nothing wrong with aspiring to be at a certain place but this is where I am and I have to work with what I've been given and what I've got um, and that's hard honestly yeah. because you have to be content you have to be content you have to be content yes. and that is difficult yeah. to, to see other people mm. and then compare yourself to mm. them comparison is a thief of joy for it sure it really is and so it re- yeah 2020 really taught me to be like babes focus on yourself mm. 
focus on yourself because uh, I mean I, I think it was one of those moments where the people that you never expected to crumble yeah. and here they were crumbling and then you look at yourself and you think how big is all right being to come back actually like yeah. that true. was secure that's true and then you realize you know things are not as secure as we think and things aren't what they seem to be yeah also yeah yeah so I think this concludes our first episode our first episode guys oh my gosh yeah no I think I'm looking forward to the rest of the year yeah I'm looking forward to yeah guys if I achieve my some of my goals in quarter four of this year I have not failed not everything has to be achieved in the first two quarters of the year mm-hmm. it's okay um and work towards whatever it is that you want to work towards yeah. and you know if you get it this year great mm-hmm. if not okay try again next time yeah and i think yeah just being a christian mm. god can catch you up guys quick fast it's not a thing of it's not time there's no time the step must yeah this step must, god when say when god presses fast forward mm. listen babes you'll be in chapter three when you still in chapter one mm-hmm. so i think that you know have that in mind that life as much as it has curveballs it mm. can just propel you in a way that you never expected mm. um and i'm looking forward to that yeah. i'm looking forward to all the ups and the downs mm-hmm. um and learning and i'm excited for what this podcast is going to do yeah. for us and how we're going to grow mm-hmm. um, i'm excited to have started mm-hmm. and i'm really looking forward to yeah more of this yeah and i guess uh, I, I, I'm excited about like, you know, not just the conversations that we're going to be having, yeah. just sharing and creating a community with you guys. Yes. Um, and like exploring life together. Because for me, like the way I thought about it, like this is like, you know, some yes. um, camaraderie, sisterhood yes. type thing. Yes. Like even if you're not a sister, you're a brother. You're also Join welcome in to the on space. The conversation. So yeah. actually, if you are watching us on YouTube, okay. please, um, well, first of all, we are beyond the beyond the service podcast on YouTube, uh-huh. um, and there will be links in the description below on YouTube um, to our social media, yeah. as well as to the one three two gallery for you guys to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, please engage in conversation mm-hmm. there in the comments below. What has twenty twenty taught you? What are you bringing into twenty twenty one? You know, yeah, just let us know your thoughts, and don't forget to subscribe on the red button and hit the notification bell and for those of you who listen to the podcast on um, audio platforms the podcast will be on apple spotify google and anchor and the links will also be in the description box on the youtube channel so please subscribe 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 and yeah we're very excited to take you guys on this journey with us yes i just forgot to say i don't know if i mentioned the instagram that we oh, yeah, are yeah. beyond the surface pod mm-hmm. on instagram so please do check us out and i think that's where we'll also just post things that are happening in the gallery so you guys can see because this is as we mentioned our home for season one mm-hmm. so yeah we're looking forward to it Yay. So, well, that closes it then. Yes, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.